Holiday Let Success, episode number four. The definitive guide to holiday let success. From interviews with successful holiday homeowners and industry experts to useful and usable ideas, resources and discussion. Hello and welcome to the Holiday Let Success podcast. I'm your host, Elaine Watt. I'm just going to say a short hello today as I was lucky enough to spend close to an hour chatting to Heather Bayer from the Vacation Rental Success podcast. So I just wanted to invite you to go over to holidayletsuccess.com where you will be able to go over everything we discussed today and check out some of the links that Heather gave us that we talked about in the show. Hope you enjoy it and thanks for listening. So it is my absolute pleasure today to welcome Heather Bayer of cottageblogger.com. Heather is a holiday home owner herself. She runs a successful Ontario-based vacation rental company. She's an author in her niche and is now the host of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. Heather, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm absolutely fantastic, Elaine. Thank you so much for inviting me on. This is a, a real pleasure to be here. Oh, thank you. It's really lovely to welcome you. Thank you for, for, for taking the time to come and chat to us. So, Heather, over to you. Give us an idea of how you got going in Cottage Blog and then how you came on to, to be the successful podcast host that you are today. Well, I've had, I've had a pretty varied career. Uh, obviously, from my accent, I, um, I was from the UK. I'm now living in Ontario, Canada, where I have been since 2003. Uh, Ten years we came out. My husband retired from 35 years in the, in the military in the Royal Air Force. And the reason, be, the reason why we came out here was because I'm, you know, apart you, you could not tell it from the accent, but I am Canadian by birth. Uh, my father was in the uh, Second World War in the RAF, and my mother was a war bride, which is a fantastic story. Um, but, that, but that's why I have this affinity with Canada. I, I was born in UK. Uh, I'd never lived in Canada. But over the, over the years, my brother first came out here, and then my sister, and then myself. And prior to that, about, so we're going back to 1998, um, and I think that, that was the year, 1998, when uh, Princess Diana died. Um, we were actually over in Canada at my brother's wedding and staying in a cottage on a lake over here. And we'd never experienced anything like this before. It was, it, it was just so beautiful, um, almost indescribable in its beauty. This, this tiny little cottage perched on a rock and it was water access only. So we, we were given a boat to get to the cottage and there were about, 15 of us, the whole UK family coming across for this wedding. And one evening, my sister and I were sat out on a rock and we had a glass of wine and we were watching the sunset. And, uh, and I said, we could do this. We could buy properties out here in Canada and rent them out um, from the UK. And we do, like most people do, we went and looked in real estate windows and, and did all the fantasizing and dreaming about buying a vacation home. And then we went back to England. But the difference is with, between us and most people is that we actually did it. 
I came out and that's six weeks after that vacation and I bought a property and we started to rent it out. Uh, and at the same time, I'd been, uh, you know, as I say, varied career. I'd been a practicing psychologist, um, hypnotherapist, psychotherapist, and then I moved into management consultancy and ran a training company. And as, as you can tell from that, I do tend to flip from job to job, career to career. And I decided that starting a holiday rental company would be a fantastic idea. So we started a company called Clearwater Holidays in the UK in 1998, and it specialized in vacation rentals in Ontario, Canada. So, so that's the sort of story. When we finally decided to move over here, um, Clearwater Holidays became a company called Clearwater Cottages, which continued to rent vacation rentals here in Ontario, but I was now resident here. And then that transitioned into Cottage Link Rental Management when I went into business with a listing company owner. Um, and that was in 2004. And we've been going ever since. So we're just celebrating our 10th anniversary as a cottage rental company. And we, we manage over 220 cottages across Ontario at the moment. And by managing, I mean we manage all the rentals, all the screening, we, um, we do the marketing and we undertake all the financial arrangements and rental agreements for our registered cottage owners um, and they do their own property management. So, so that's it in a, in a nutshell. Do you think that covers everything? Oh, that sounds absolutely just the most incredible story. I can't believe that out of that, from sitting on the edge of that, gorgeous lake outside that stunning cottage which you described so beautifully it was only six weeks until you actually did like you say what most people won't and actually got out there and did something about it and uh, and bought that first property that's uh, that's pretty incredible so so when you moved over there back in was it 2003 yeah was that with kids or was that before the kids arrived no the children had all um all grown my youngest we've got four my youngest was 21 at the time and he'd just come out of um he'd, he'd just spent some time in Kosovo he'd been in the um in the army he'd just come out of Kosovo decided he needed to uh, change direction get some sort of a career he was in the TA and he decided he'd come too so we came across here with Mike 21 year old and um, left three others behind with grandchildren and so here we are 10 years later and uh, we still have Mike here just down the road who's now married with kids and, and he's now my business partner. The other three children are still happily in UK. Right. See, that was that was one of my other questions I was going to say because I, I remembered that uh, that Mike was also your business partner. I remember listening to a, a podcast with him in. So that's explained how, how he ended up <laughs> with you. That's quite interesting. I've also got four children. So uh, I know exactly what you've been through with bringing up those four children. Oh, yes. Tra so, trailing them around as, as, as little ones was, was just something else. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine. I, I feel for you on that one. Well, <laughs> but you did it. Yeah, the, the, the thing is now is that the only having four kids is fantastic, but when they start producing the grandchildren, they seem to come along at an alarming rate. I think we're up to two, four, five, six, seven now. Oh my gosh! Maybe it's a good good thing that you do you do actually live so far away because you're not going to be dragged into babysitting for seven kids. <laughs> So, so really, the the actual creation of the the Clearwater Holidays was was out of a love of 
what you'd experienced over in in Canada and actually led to you moving over there. So it was really the creation of the business was was as a result of buying that first vacation rental or or holiday home, as as a lot of people call it over here in the UK. Well, I I hadn't really, I I didn't know anything about the the, the whole cottage rental business in Ontario. didn't realize how massive it was. Um, If you think about it, we we have over 250,000 lakes in Ontario. We have 20% of the world's fresh water and a huge concentration of them uh, in an area that's around about, you know, up to about four hours from from the major city of Toronto. So it's a massive, massive market. And we we just had to get into that. Yeah, it's that that's immense. Just some of the figures that you've given us there, it's really sort of rings home exactly what a large area it is and we bought um, we bought six i bought six properties in the first six years wow one a year uh, yeah i think one year we bought two and and i've you know we've we've bought and sold over the years and we're now down to um i have two properties now that are fairly close to my home um that are, and, and they are easily manageable and and the thing was elaine is that when i when i started out i did so many things wrong I, I just made so many big, big mistakes and learnt from them. So, so now the properties we've got are really managed well. They're equipped well. We get constant five-star reviews. And uh, I mean, going back a bit in 2004, I think, I wrote a book called Renting for Profit. And, and that was detailing everything I'd learnt in, in the first couple of years of ownership and, and saying what I'd learnt. And if I'd known if I'd known now, then what I knew I know now, I yeah. would have done things so differently at the outset, which is why I wrote the book. And then Cottage Blogger really came out of that because I, I, uh, the, the book was reprinted in 2007 and then the publisher said, did I want to do it again in 2010? And it was just like, well, things change, not just in three years, but t- things change m- month by month. Yeah. So I wanted to get something up that would would give all that information that is in Cottage Blogger, um, but was able to be updated frequently, which is you just can't do it in a book. Yeah. So so the the actual website it gives you the opportunity to impart all of that knowledge that you learnt in creating those properties, those six properties that you bought in six years and building those into the successful holiday lets that they became or the vacation rentals that they became. And this is a, a way of getting that information across to helping either your existing owners that you look after the properties for or other people who aren't in your area can, can all benefit from all of this information and this knowledge that you've gained and hopefully avoid some of those pitfalls that you first came across. Oh, absolutely. I and mean, if, if I look back, I mean, I've still got posts from 2007 on the site and posts on, you know, the, the, it's really interesting to go back and look at the yeah. early posts on social media, the early ones on, on Facebook and, um, and, and Twitter and Pinterest and how they've all evolved. You know, that, that keeps me always motivated to keep those posts updated and uh, and just to to share anything new I learn and you know I learn the most from other owners I'm constantly constantly getting new information new data new things that I would never have thought of um, that I can share on the site 
that's why I think he's so, so good about a site such as yours, such as what we're creating here, chatting on this, this podcast, in, is that you, you're bringing people together uh, and giving them a place like your website, like my website, where people can go and, and chat to other holiday homeowners and just share this information, bringing people together. And it, it, it makes such, such a big difference. So throughout what you've learned and what you're putting out there with Cottage Blogger, what do you have, like a guiding philosophy or a principle that you teach to all your holiday homeowners that if, if you do nothing else, this is the way you must treat your guests or this is how you must behave or this is the best thing that you can do? I, what would you say that is? I think the, the overriding philosophy is, is or the thought is that this is a business. It's not a hobby, it, regardless of whether you're renting one week in the year or wanting to get maximum occupancy throughout a year, throughout the year. And I, what I say to all my new owners is once you start advertising your property, you become a, tour, a, a provider to the travel and tourism industry, taking on a massive responsibility. And if you're not prepared to do that and become a host and deliver hospitality to the level that people now expect, don't do it. The business is, is still very fragmented and it will, it, you know, it's, it's one of those businesses that is, is always going to remain fragmented, I think, as long as you have individual owners who are doing their own individual things. And a lot of them are, are doing it in isolation and not coming on board and listening to help, advice, suggestions, recommendations that people like you and me are offering. They, they see others doing it, they see them getting an income and they want to jump on the bandwagon um, but they do it in such a way that unfortunately occasionally brings some bad press to the business. So, so that's, that's my overriding advice is you become a provider to the travel and tourism industry and you have to take responsibility for it. Yeah, that's, that's excellent, excellent advice. And I think from what you said there as well, because everybody puts their own individual personality into a property and and that could be from so many different ways it can either be from taking advice or not taking advice but I think the other side of things is there's so many different types of properties in different countries because a holiday homeowner can still own a caravan which could be a very very different audience for them so I just think there's so many different ways that people behave when they're looking after a property like this so so just to tell every single one of those people to, to treat it like a business I think is such a, a huge message and a really, really important message. So on to the podcast and how you actually ended up moving from this very successful cottage blogger uh, and, and that, that place that you found where you could keep that up-to-date and moving database rather than the very, very fixed um, book which you first wrote and then rewrote was it an evolution how did you a natural evolution how did you come across podcasting and decide this was the way for you to go uh, uh, with your business um I'm a great I'm, I'm a follower of um Pat Flynn and I don't know if you've come across Pat his his site is smartpassiveincome.com I love Pat Flynn <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been, I've been such, a, um, I've, I've had such an interest in anything that's entrepreneurial and um, 
the whole online marketing world has has a fairly bad press in in places in unscrupulous activities and people offering courses and all sorts of things at high prices that don't deliver and it really is a, you know a lot of hype you can make money in so much money in such a short space of time so when i came across pat flynn at smart passive income and started reading that he was such um he has such integrity and comes across as such a real person that, you know, I, I really started following everything he was telling me. This is how you do it. This is how you run your business with integrity and honesty. And he had started a podcast and he was he had an, an, an podcasting tutorial on his site. And I thought, well, this sounds interesting. So I went through his podcasting tutorial. It told me some things, but just not quite enough. And I'm not that technically oriented that that I can do anything without having very, very clear instructions. <laughs> I'm so, with you on that one. <laughs> so I then moved on. And Pat had said he had been a student of Cliff Ravenscroft, who is known as the Podcast Answer Man. And that took me into Cliff's site and... I read a lot of what he was doing in podcasting and thought, well, absolutely, <coughs> this really is for me. I I think I can do this thing. I'm, I dabbled with video. Um, I like the blogging, but the fact that I was listening to podcasts and, and I was staying hooked for 40 odd minutes at a time to listen to somebody and I thought, well, this is different. If I'm reading a blog post, my attention can wander in seconds. You know, an email will come in, a phone call happens, and I've gone, and I just don't go back to it. But if I'm out on a walk, or I'm, you know, if I'm hiking or running, taking the dog for a walk, I've got my earbuds in for 45, 50 minutes, sometimes an hour or more. And I was listening to all these podcasts. And I just got this, it's an aha moment, like, well, I would actually like to be in other people's ears for that amount of time. I'm spending a lot of time writing posts on my blog, but I don't know if people are going to be reading them and if they're going to do the, the two-second thing and off they go to something else. How about if I started a podcast and maybe I'm going to get into people's ears for much longer and get their attention for longer. So that's really how it started. Um, I then... Uh, invested in Cliff's A to Z course, or A to Z course. I can say Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can say it. <laughs> so I invested in, in Cliff's course, which was a four-week, very, very intensive course, but had one-to-one -one tutorials, some great support, and it was, it was quite an investment, but I think it's probably the invest best investment I ever made. I learned how to operate what equipment to buy how to operate the equipment how to set up a podcast how to manage submission to itunes and stitcher and other podcast directories um everything i learned came from that course and uh, you know I've, I've picked up other things over time but uh, but that that's it that's how i got into podcasting because i wanted to get people's attention for longer and uh, and that's how i uh um, how I put it all together. It's it's a, it's such a great thing to have stumbled upon as well through through Pat Flynn. I mean, what's so so good about Pat Flynn, which you mentioned, is that he's so open, he's so honest, 
he really is the epitome of get rich slowly and it goes so far against all those get rich quick schemes out there so I can understand why you thought he's the guy to listen to I'm exactly the same I love him he's great (laughs) and uh, to hear that you went through with Cliff Ravenscraft as well I mean that it's clearly given you a huge um, huge boost into learning exactly what to do with podcasting and that comes across so so well in the way that you're you know when I listen to your podcasts you know it's it is it's very very engaging it's great to listen to it's brilliant content and and he's obviously taught you the right way um so how has the podcast actually changed your business um I, well, I've seen it sort of evolving. It start, <clears throat> when I when I kicked off, I wasn't consistent. I think I did um, in the first year. I probably did eight episodes, uh, and it's only since January of this year that I've become consistent, and we've been publishing an episode every single week. And and I've seen that probably my my blog. I'm not sure I can really call it a blog anymore because it has. <laughs> moved more to being um, a podcast show with um, occasional blog posts added. We try and do two blog posts a week, but we're, we're generally, it's, uh, it's focused on the podcast. So I guess that's, that's what has changed. There's a, lot yeah. of, there's a lot of blogs out there on the holiday rental, vacation rental, chalet rental business. Um, so when I started, I was the only one. And I think when my book came out, it was the only other person writing a book was Christine Karpinski. Um, And and she'd really got the U.S. market. Then, of course, HomeAway picked up with their community. um, And it it, it sort of got the whole idea of vacation rentals out there. And other people who are very good at doing what they do decided they'd get into the blogging sphere. And people like Matt Landau, I mean, Matt has taken it off to to massive massive success and although he has a podcast he's kept it mainly to um to writing exceptional blog posts and then you have alan egan who is um concentrates far more on things like google plus uh steve sassman who who does a lot of um google hangout so a lot of people doing their own thing in different um media so i like to think that i've sort of made my home now in in podcasting um and then um uh, you know having the cliff ravenscraft course then i picked up and i know you're involved with podcasters paradise yes yeah i love it um, yeah i joined podcasters paradise way way back at the very beginning when john lee dumas just started it um have to say i'm not even going to say what i paid for it then <laughs> <laughs> no don't tell me <laughs> Um, but that, you know, I, I think if I was advising anyone to do to, to what to do, I would I would thoroughly you could go through Podcasters Paradise and do all the tutorials on there, and they are really really good. But uh, but if you're technologically challenged and you really want a step by step description and uh, and close support while you get set up and you have a month to devote to it, then I, I'd strongly recommend Cliff and the A to Z course. Just totally immerse yourself in it for that month mm-hmm. and come out the other side knowing everything you could possibly know. Yes, not only that, but then there is, you know, there's the follow-up. I'm, I've, I've stayed uh, 
fairly close with with several of the alumni of my course and then yeah. then then if you follow up by having membership of a, of a facebook group which is just for the alumni and and these facebook groups just like the podcasters paradise group are just absolutely terrific i i can't think of anything better to have as as background and support i mean you know i've seen you on podcasters paradise that ask the question and somebody's back at you with an answer within seconds and the support yeah the support is so huge as well just if you want some support on your artwork or or a um you know how to interview how to set this up and that up how to publish everything the other there's, there's such huge support out there i think in. Yeah, it's it is that that the Facebook group with Podcasters Paradise. I mean, it is it's so so supportive, and I don't think I'd have launched as early as I have had it not have been, had it not been there. Because anything, as you're saying, anything that comes up, you can post in there, and somebody will know the answer. Because there's every, there's people like you who've been there since the beginning. There's people who are relatively new, um, like me, and there's people even newer than me. So now that I'm starting to learn, it makes me able to give back a bit <laughs> to, to people that are, are, are entering the group after me. So that's starting to feel quite nice. So what's the future of your business from a cottage blogger point of view from the podcasting point of view where are you going i'm moving into um exploring how to help homeowners um become property management companies and in the fall i'll be launching a new program um called the vacation rental formula which will draw on my experiences of being just an individual homeowner who has then moved over the course of a few years to becoming the, um, I mean, we are one of the top agencies, if not the top agency now in, in Ontario. And anybody can do this. So I, the fully booked, uh, the vacation rental formula and I have that as a shout out to Antonio Bortolotti um, because (laughs) his course is called Fully Booked (laughs) give him a quick plug there (laughs) Um, but that's what I'm I'm developing I'm going to be developing a um, the vacation rental formula course it will be on similar lines to Podcasters Paradise with a Facebook group Um, plenty of videos and tutorials for um, for owners and you know even individual owners are going to find huge value from it because I'm it, it will be a very structured look at how to start from the very beginning um, so so that really is is for me in the future I'm also working on a real estate course um, for US realtors um, working on that with a Florida-based realtor called Erica Muller. And uh, we're going to be helping realtors to um, sell to people who are looking to buy a home for vacation rentals because most realtors really don't have any idea of the vacation rental market. You know, if they're, they're, they're selling vacation homes and they understand that. But once the, once the buyer comes in and says, but I'd like to rent my property out, how do I do that? So we'll be teaching realtors how to um, how to structure their business to this new market. Yeah, so, so it really offers some additional support rather than when it gets to the point that somebody's purchased uh, a property to rent out as a holiday home. That instead of the real estate holding up their hands and saying, actually, we don't know now, <laughs> they can actually do something to support 
from there on in with I, your backup. Ab- absolutely, um, and, and this 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 comes from an experience um, I had that, that looking at properties in. Um, in Sedona in Arizona uh, a couple of years ago. I mean, if Sedona is one of the most beautiful places on earth. And I'd been there a couple of times and I thought it would be fantastic to own a place there and rent it out. And we, we approached a realtor. We went through a lot of, um, of, of the um, preliminary work to find a property. And fortunately, financing fell through because we nearly got to the point of buying and at no time during that relationship with the realtor did we ever know that Sedona has a 30-day limit on vacation rentals. You can, only wow. rent, you can only rent out if you rent for 30 days or more. They have banned short-term. Huge thing for them to not mention, isn't it? Ab- absolutely. Now, it, it could have been that, um, that we didn't make it very clear that um, what our intentions were but uh, it, it's because it's it's a sort of market where vacation rentals have been very very strong I would have expected it to be brought up at the very outset particularly as we were buyers from Canada um, and, um, and most people I think would have that in mind but anyway so so we yeah. we dodged the bullet on that one and very lucky and then Erica who works in the um, in the Orlando market she, she has a lot of experience in that in that same sort of vein that she's had people who've bought properties and then realized that the homeowners association in the development they bought ban rentals altogether and they hadn't been told that when they bought it so so that's the whole idea of the and we, we, we're calling it real for VR which is um, an acronym for real estate advanced learning um, for vacation rentals and that's going to be launched in September so we're very excited about that so so yeah that's that's what I'm doing two separate quite exciting courses that um, will keep me busy for quite some time I think definitely very exciting stuff so so that's been brought on by partially by your own experiences with that near miss in Sedona and also because of being part of the podcasting community, the supportive nature that you've been through with Cliff Ravencraft's group on Facebook and the Podcasters Paradise on Facebook, and it, it's led you to, to really move on and offer these sorts of courses. Well, so really, podcasting's had a big effect. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, if I if I hadn't come across, and I think you know, the the, the format of Podcasters Paradise was was something that uh, that really got me thinking about how to uh, how to create a community, and I think that's what John Lee Dumas has done amazingly well um, with Podcasters Paradise, and that is exactly what we're looking for, looking to to doing, and podcasting courses at the basis of this of, of it. So, again, the, the more changes that the podcast have had on, on your life and your business, you're actually speaking at the podcast movement, which is a really, really big event for the podcasting community, getting together in Dallas on the 16th and 17th of August. Is that right? Absolutely. I can't wait. That's, um, I'm just getting ready. I'm just finishing off my, my short presentation. I'm actually on a panel um, of four and we're talking about social media strategies and how to promote a podcast using social media um, you know there's something I'm really strong on using every medium if we go back to Pat Flynn again his mantra is be everywhere 
And I think this is this is so important for every vacation rental owner out there is that you've got to consider being everywhere. And by that, I mean you need to have a presence not just on Facebook, but on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on Pinterest, on Google+, on Instagram. Uh, did I miss anything out? Did I say LinkedIn? I think I did. <laughs> LinkedIn as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <clears throat> and, and, and of course, YouTube. You set up a YouTube channel. So it sounds like a massive amount of work, but certainly in podcasting, and it's the same with, with anything, if you are talking to people, you need to be where those people are. So if I'm, let's say I'm interviewing um, somebody in the vacation rental business, and I know they're very active on Google+, then I need to be on Google+, as well, so I can promote that interview out there. Um, I... I Excuse me. I interviewed Sue Zimmerman, or who's known as the Instagram gal. And yeah. after that interview, I had a massive spike in um, in in listens in um, in you know people listening to the show in downloads, and and that was because Sue was out there actively marketing it uh, on Instagram, and I had to be out there too. Um, so, so that's what my presentation is about on um, on Saturday morning, and I can't wait for that. Um, and yes, you're absolutely right. This is the first podcast movement conference. I was got in and once again. I'm I've always been an early adopter, so I got into this right at the very beginning when the Kickstarter uh, program started out, and I bought a very early ticket, which got me a. Um, a seat at the dinner on Friday night and it's very very limited I don't know how many people are going to be there but it's not many but the speakers are going to be there John Lee Dumas Kate Erickson um, Cliff I think so I'm going to get to talk to all these people that I've only ever seen online and um, I mean these are these are the podcasting celebrities it's incredible. It, it is. It's going to be weird when those people get in front of you and you hear their voices that you're used to listening to <laughs> on a podcast speaking directly to you in front of you. So that's all going on in Dallas. I'm also going to the UK version uh, in uh, in Birmingham, which will be very, very exciting. Also this weekend, by the time people are listening to this podcast, we will both have been and come back from our respective podcasting movements. So if you check back to holidayletsuccess.com, I will give you a bit of a roundup on there of exactly what happened. So just talking about the setup when you started the podcast, was it easy to do, easy to get going? Did you go through this enormous learning curve or was that all pretty much sorted out with Cliff? It, it was pretty much so because you know, my, my, my technophobia, I think, would have set me back hugely. So... He was. It was. It was great. I. He told me exactly what I should buy, um, with with you know, many alternatives, so I could have the budget option or the more expensive option. Um, but basically, all you need is a computer or a laptop. And one thing I would say that is most important is a really good microphone um, with a with a pop filter, which is the little the nice little thing that you put in front of it that stops the peas from uh, from sounding out. Um, what else I have? I'm looking at my desk at the moment. I have a little um, um, a, a Roland MP3 recorder, which um, which I record all my 
uh, podcasts on. I also have a mixer, um, and I have to freely admit, I haven't got a clue what this mixer does. <laughs> Cliff, Cliff provided me with the diagram of exactly where I plug in all the cables, and I, if, if somebody took out a cable... I would actually have to go back to the di- <laughs> I hate admitting this. I'd have to go back to the diagram to find out where it actually goes. Um, that, that's one of my uh, one of my goals at the podcast movement is to actually understand a little bit more about the technology. But you know, you don't have to. Um, the, True. You know the. The, the setup is can be as minimal as you want it to to be. You just need a really good Skype connection. I mean, I've interviewed people in Australia, in Melbourne, in Bali, um, in Hawaii. Never had an issue with Skype at all. Um, so yes, you just need to to have a conversation just like we're doing now, and just and you're you're doing it now. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're recording this conversation um, on your computer, and then um, exactly. and then you just learn how to uh, how to publish it to iTunes. Um, and you know a lot of these a lot of free tutorials out there that will steer you in the right direction. You don't have to go to the expense of of, of doing a course like I did. Um, it's it's it is most of it is freely available, and I would highly recommend that. Um, um, Cl- Cliff actually has a free tutorial on his site as well, so you can do it that way. Yeah, so it's, it, there's lots and lots of different ways to go about it, but you can start with a minimal amount. Get involved and, and work up from there if you so desire. Like you say, even if that plug did come out, even if you don't know where it goes back in, you're still producing a weekly podcast which has got thousands of listeners and you're getting the information out there into the ears of the holiday homeowners and really helping people. So the fact that you need that map, yeah, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so I know that you, I mean, we, we both love a good podcast uh, and with everything that we've discussed um, and from your most recent podcast episodes that, that have been out I know that you're a huge advocate for the use of the podcast for holiday homeowners owners themselves uh, and for vacation rental agencies or holiday home agencies here in the UK how do you think that, that those groups of people can use a podcast in their business I think that this is it's the best idea since sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> Having, you know, that, just going back to what I was talking about earlier as to why I got into podcasting. Now, we've, we've been telling people for, for, for years that if you're going to, um, to be really competitive in this industry, then you need to have a blog and you need to become the local expert. So if, if somebody gets onto your listing or your website, they can get a ton more information by going to to your blog. Um, so we've been encouraging people to to write reams of stuff about about the local area, the new restaurants, the best place, the best beaches to go, the dog walks. But just like I said earlier, people will flit from that and go somewhere else very very easily. So. I think it's just a great idea for individual owners and agents and agencies in perhaps maybe a little bit more to become that local expert by starting a podcast that is is not devoted to telling people it's not self-serving so it's not telling them all about the wonderful properties that 
you've, you have, but you become the expert in the area. So you interview the local tourism um, people. You interview the owner of the nearby wildlife park and get them to tell you what's you know what what what's great, what what they sh- what people can do when they get there. Um, you perhaps you could even interview a food truck owner or half a dozen food truck owners to find out <laughs> what what their best um, what their best food is but what you're becoming is like it, it, it's a tourism podcast and the one thing i really noticed is that the travel industry is seriously underserved by podcasts so from my personal experience we went to costa rica a couple of years ago and it was the first time and I wanted to find out as much as I could about what Costa Rica was about, what the things I could do when I got there. And there, there wasn't a huge amount. I could go to Lonely Planet or um, Fodor's or something like that, but I wasn't getting the true flavor of it. And I think if, there had been, if somebody had come up with a podcast on Costa Rica, so every time I went out for a walk or I was in the car, I could have listened to what was going on in the area, the things I could do, the things I could see, the places I could go, I would have been totally hooked. And then if at the end of that podcast, the person who was hosting it and said, oh, by the way, you know, if you like this podcast, perhaps you'd like to visit our website because we've got some vacation rental homes on there that you might think about staying in when you're there. Um, that's what I think that owners and the agencies should be doing. Like you said, if you could have put this on whilst you were on for one of your walks, listening to what it's like in Costa Rica, you could have been planning away in your head exactly what it was you're going to do when you arrived. So that's a huge, huge benefit. I, I mean, you and I have talked before um, on email, etc., and you know that I'm actually launching one for my area. I live over in the Cotswolds in the UK. Very, very lovely. It's actually tipping it down as we speak, but usually it's very, very nice. <laughs> So I want to do the same, get that information out there so people can start to, to see what it is that they can do and plan ahead and start start to build the excitement as well before they arrive in their, their chosen destination. So uh, I think we're going to get together again and we'll talk about how that's, how that's all come about and, and come together in the future as well. Yes, yes, because you're going to be you're, you're going to be a guest on my show, and um, because you know, you know, once I get this bee in my bonnet about something, I, I do tend to go on and on about it, and uh, and I know this 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 whole thing about owners and agencies becoming podcast show hosts is is, <laughs> is overriding everything at the moment. So when I heard that you were actually doing this, and not only doing it in England, but you're doing it in my home ground of the Cotswolds, and I thought, well, this is perfect. Um, <laughs> exactly. We, we will have a wonderful conversation. So whoever is listening to this, and I, I know you're going to have a great audience out there. Um, you know, stand by for the next interview between Elaine and I because that's going to be on vacation rental success, which I can't wait for. Um, on the other side of my Cotswolds podcast launch, which will be in two to three weeks from now. So it's. Heather, I mean, is there is there anything else that you would like to tell us about yourself or your business that we don't think we've covered and how podcasting can help or, or any advice that you can give to holiday homeowners today? Um, I think as far as podcasting is concerned, you know, I, and I've, I've spoken to a couple of owners who said, well, I, I don't know what to podcast about. Um, you can actually podcast about anything. You could podcast about wooden boats um or and i say that because one of cliff ravenscraft's early um 
uh, early students had a he started his podcast which is an incredibly successful one about wooden boats uh, <laughs> and doing so he was able to promote his other business which had nothing else to do with nothing to do with wooden boats but he had such a strong listenership that he was able to convert a lot of his listeners into being customers for his other business so it really doesn't matter you know choose a topic uh, if you like to talk to people, and this, particularly if you if you don't like writing, this is a fantastic medium to get into because it's so easy just to sit as we're doing now and have a chat with somebody and uh, and then publish it and people will listen. So I guess the the one thing I'd I'd like to say, and I've I've mentioned Cliff Ravenscraft's A to Z a couple of times, and I am promoting it because it's just probably the best thing I ever did to get me into this. If anybody does want to sign up for Cliff's A to Z, I am able to offer a $500 discount Wow! on the course. Great bonus there. Anybody listening, it's worth bobbing over to holidayletsuccess.com and I will link straight through to Heather so you can get that extremely incredible uh, discount on Cliff's course. Thank you so much for for offering that to to my listeners as well as to your own. Thank you. Oh, that's that's okay. It's just um, you know, a, a huge benefit. I am actually I'm, and I I am so stoked about this. On Friday, I have a day 8 a.m. to 5:30 p.m. I have a complete day with Cliff Ravenscraft and four other entrepreneurs um and we are wow. we are just going to be talking business for however many hours that is that's that's a, nine, that's a lot of business <laughs> nine, nine hours of of focused business talk so uh, so yes I'm, I'm very excited about that so i'm going to be coming back with coming back from dallas with a lot of stuff so it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you elaine really really uh, great uh, as it has with you as well I've loved every minute of it and I could quite happily continue talking to you for another hour but we we best uh, say goodbye for now so give us an idea where people can get hold of you they can you know and I absolutely love to hear from people um you can contact me directly at heather at cottageblogger.com if you have any questions uh, about absolutely anything. Um, my website is www.cottageblogger.com, which is pretty simple. And, and that's where you'll find the Vacation Rental Success podcast. Lots of interviews with lots of great people. Fantastic. Well, thank you again. You've been really generous with all the information that you've given us today and I think it'll give a lot of people listening some real ideas of how they can actually use podcasting in their in their own business and and even some of the gems of information that you gave even if people aren't wanting to take the leap into podcasting just to 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 change the way they think about their holiday let or vacation rental business in that it is a business it's not a hobby and you are taking on a, a responsibility even just if, if people just go away from that with that from today's uh, conversation I think you'll have done them a, a great service so really really appreciate your time today thank you so much anybody would like to to get in touch with Heather she's given you all sorts of ways to get in touch and I will of course link through to her from holiday let success dot com and uh, thank you Heather we'll say goodbye thank you very much Elaine bye 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 now thank 
you so much for joining us today. Head on over to HolidayLetSuccess.com for full recaps of every show, our useful and usable resources, and great blog articles. Your Holiday Let Success awaits. See you on the other side.